1: This is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to session number 14 of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. I'm calling this session a business to be proud of and a life of significance. I hope you enjoy it. I'm just going to share some personal opinions, ideas. I'm really going to talk to you about how do you keep score uh, regarding your network marketing career? How how can you really tell how well you've really done and uh, just kind of share with you Um, Some of my thoughts, I always believe that we should begin with the end in mind. And I think sometimes we have to pivot in business and in life and for sure in network marketing, sometimes things happen that are outside of our control and we just have to stop, reevaluate. But I think if we understand ultimately what we're doing, ultimately what our End looks like what we're trying to do along this journey, along this path, and we get very clearly defined upon that, up on that, uh, upon that purpose, if you will. That it it makes the journey uh, much more exciting, much more rewarding, and enables us to get through the bumps in the road and sometimes the valleys along uh, between the mountains. Uh, that we go through, not just in network marketing, but also in life. So I hope you enjoy this particular podcast. Uh, My personal belief, when you look at network marketing, there's three benefits that it provides that are beyond almost any profession we could ever be involved with. Number one is the personal development. And the personal development that is required to fulfill your potential. Now, I understand that there's a lot of people that have gotten involved in network marketing, and the only personal development they've really received is through osmosis. It's just from being around the industry so long and hearing different speakers at different events that just through repetition and osmosis, they kind of get some personal development. I, I truly believe that many people miss the number one benefit of this business, which is intentional uh, purpose, purposeful personal development. I believe personal development is the number one benefit of the business. It certainly has been for me and many, many people that I've worked with over the years. It's the person that you must become in order to reach your full potential. Now, Honestly, there's a lot of people that can make six figures income in the network marketing industry. Uh, those people are honestly they're, – they're just a dime a dozen. They're a dime a dozen. And a lot of people come into this industry, and they were fortunate to be blessed with certain skill sets, mindsets, work ethic, communication skills, credibility uh, to be able to go into the marketplace and produce a six-figure income. And it didn't really require a lot of – uh, personal growth, personal development. it just required a lot of hard work. and there's nothing wrong with that. That's certainly a part of this business. but I truly believe that the number one benefit in this industry is personal development. It's personal growth and it's unfortunate that some people miss it because they didn't it wasn't required for them to build a team. And again, I've talked about this many, many times, many, many different ways in previous podcasts. And it is what it is. So I believe number one is personal development. Number two is the real friendships and relationships that you develop. The real friendships and the relationships that you develop. And that's really all I want to say about that at this particular time, other than the fact that that I really believe that that is the second benefit and most important of the three benefits is the friendships and the relationships. Number three is the lifestyle, the income, the residual income can provide. And hopefully you you change residual income and you convert that into passive income, which if we haven't talked about, we will down the road. But... Those are the three, number one benefits, the three benefits of network marketing as far as I'm concerned, the personal development that's required for you to reach your full potential. Number two, the friendships and relationships that can be developed, uh, number two. And the number three is the lifestyle the residual and passive income can provide you. I believe that network marketing is an awesome profession because it gives us, it gives average people, and above-average people, the ability to live a life of significance, of significance. And what I mean by that is you really can make a significant impact on other people. And I I think that if you listen to entrepreneurs in any marketplace uh, around the world, it doesn't matter what they're doing, what they're teaching, I believe that every person gets to a point where they understand that it's really not about the things, it's about the people, and it is, and that's where the real meaning, value, and significance comes from. You hear that in multiple niches, multiple marketplaces with self made entrepreneurs, people that uh, weren't born with a silver spoon in their mouth. They just went out there and through guts, determination, personal growth, personal development. Uh, made an impact uh, for their self and future generations financially, but they understood over time that the the real impact comes from the opportunity to live a life of significance and make a difference in the lives of their fellow man and women. And living a life of significance is – I don't believe there's very many professions that allow you to create that, like the network marketing industry. Honestly, my personal opinion is the only profession that allows people to do that would be the ministry. Uh, There's a lot of professions that allow you to to live a life of significance, but not at the level the network marketing does, because we're talking about literally – changing generations of people's lives because if you touch people right and you, and you share with people the wisdom of the ages, principles, concepts, ideas, and you share with them ways to get the financial stress off of themselves and their family, uh, the wisdom of the ages mindset training that is required for most people to be able to, to accomplish that will pay great dividends to their children and their grandchildren and future generations. And that's just the way network marketing is because it, it is, in my opinion, the most difficult business model in the world. And that's why it is also the most rewarding. And the reason it's so difficult is because your real product is people and because you're building a volunteer army. You're not building a, a business where you can hire and fire people. It's about a volunteer army. It's about getting past and helping them get past all the misinformation in the world, in the marketplace about get-rich-quick schemes, pyramids, blah, 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 blah. And really getting, really getting down to where the rubber hits the road and what this industry truly is about, which is developing and supporting Other people. Your long-term income in the network marketing industry is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that you develop, not find. It's not about finding me a leader. It's about developing people. It's about developing, helping people develop the leadership that they can, that helping them develop to their highest level of leadership as human beings, as people, which will have a profound effect on their family, their community, the or other organizations that they're involved with. That's it, guys. That's, that's what it's about. So I believe network marketing is just unbelievable from that aspect. I'll, I'll share with you a quick story. Uh, the first time I ever went to Las Vegas, um, it was maybe – I want to say 1994. It's probably around that time, 93, 94, never been to Las Vegas. And one of our downline team members decided he was going to put together a trip uh, for whoever wanted to go to go to Las Vegas. So myself and about, I don't know, maybe eight or 10 couples, we went out there. And for some of us, it was the very first time. And when we were out there, we went to the hacienda Hotel, which is no longer there it's where the uh i think it's where the, the the big pyramid what's that called? i should know Luxor it's where the Luxor is i believe it's it's along that strip right there It was a hotel called the hacienda and they did a variety show and they had i I don't remember they had a juggler and they had different people and it was just a variety show and one of the performers which i knew was out there which was the only person i wanted to go see when i was there was lance burton and some of you may have heard of lance burton some of you may not have but he was performing at the hacienda and it wasn't maybe a year two three after that i probably saw him at the hacienda i went to vegas probably uh you know, now we probably go a couple times a year for different events for with different companies. We have the opportunity to speak out there and different trade shows that we go to with some of our other businesses. But, but um Lance Burton, some of you remember and are, are probably thinking, well, Dale Lance was at the Monte Carlo, and he was. He performed at the Monte Carlo uh, for ten years at the Lance Burton Theater, and. But Lance's first gig in Las Vegas, was, Las Vegas was at the Hacienda at this variety show, and I remember I told my guys, you know, he's from Kentucky. I know him. I knew him as a as a kid. We were he was in the Louisville International Brotherhood of Magicians Club. I was in the Lexington, Kentucky International Brotherhood of Magicians Club. And so we knew each other when we were kids. He worked in a magic shop in Louisville called Caulfields years and years and years ago. And I knew he was in Vegas. I wasn't sure where, but I said, wherever he is, I want to go see him. And uh, we went out there, and we went to the show. And at this time is when we were really in the thick of building our team. And I don't know, we probably had... 50,000 people at the time, maybe 40,000. I don't even remember, guys. But, you know, we were, things were rolling. And I remember watching Lance do his classic act, which I've seen many, many, many times. uh, Best dove magician in the world. And I came out of there and the emotion that i had was i mean i was just it was just i was tearing up and and people saying, what's what's wrong with dale what's what's going on you know the people i thought he wanted to come to this show what's going on what's the deal and what was going through my mind at that point and and we'll back up just a little bit um I, again, I'm not trying to give you the my whole history here, guys, but I, I want to drive this point home for you. Uh, when I was seven years old, I walked in six years old. I walked into a library the first time in my little small town stamping ground, Kentucky, population 400. I didn't even know what a library was, and I bought a book called "Magic as a Hobby" by Bruce Elliott. Was the name of the book, and it by seven I was doing magic shows for the. For the uh, preschoolers, or my aunt kept a had a preschool program, and and some of you know I was a semi professional magician for years and years, and I actually got involved in the network marketing industry because uh, at age twenty, because I was I had a really good side gig going with my magic act and. I lived in central Kentucky, so there was a lot of horse people and did you know so and so had the magician at their party, so we need to have the magician at our party and so I, I I was doing everything from corporate gigs to horse parties, adult parties, horse during the horse times, horse sales, kids' birthday parties, you name it, I did it. And had a pretty good side gig going, and I thought if I could make a couple of $3,000 extra a month doing something else, I could really devote the time, energy, and effort to magic, and that was really the the number one reason I got started with network marketing. Um, And that changed quickly once I understood the personal development aspect of the business, but... You know, I knew Lance as, ki- as kids and as teenagers. And after he got out of high school, he went and worked at, in an amusement park in Podunk, Kentucky, up in the mountains, called Tombstone Junction. And Tombstone Junction was literally a tourist trap. uh up in the mountains of Kentucky. And they did like gunfights and different things. And they hired Lance. It's at a state park. It's not too far from a state park called Cumberland Falls State Park in Kentucky, which is beautiful. And Tombstone Junction is no longer there. But they hired Lance, and he did three shows a day, seven days a week. They gave him an old, run-down trailer to live in. He got free meals at the lodge at Cumberland Falls State Resort Park, and they paid him way below minimum wage. I don't remember what it was. It was ridiculous. And he was there probably for a couple, maybe three years. Seven shows, seven days a week, three shows a day, and he per. Perfected. Perfect practice makes perfect. And he perfected his act. And he was killer. I mean, just the best I've ever seen. And he got time off to go to Switzerland. He saved his his pennies to go to Switzerland to enter the International Brotherhood of Magicians. Uh, It's like the Magician of the Year award in the world and he not only won it he got the they awarded him the gold medal of excellence which hadn't been given in i don't know years and years and cuz it it was that awesome and then the next thing you knew he went to switzerland he not only won he won the gold medal and then he's back in podunk kentucky at tombstone junction uh performing three shows a day, seven days a week for, uh, honestly, a lot of rednecks that didn't even understand the skill, uh, the perfection that they were witnessing, just to put it bluntly. Because I went down there a couple of times and spent the days with him when he was down there, him and, uh, his friend Matt King, who's in, still in Las Vegas today. So the next thing I heard, he was he had an old Plymouth duster that, to say unreliable would be an understatement. The next thing I heard, he had loaded his Plymouth duster up with his doves and his props, and he was heading to California. Because the Magic Castle, which is also in L.A., had some kind of agreement that whoever won the International Brother of Magicians, Magician of the Year, got to perform at the Magic Castle. And I had heard he was at the Magic Castle. He was going to drive out there because he'd spent all his money going to Switzerland for the plane tickets and back. Long story short, he went to the Magic Castle A week later, I'm watching him on Johnny Carson Live. A week later, Johnny Carson says the best act he'd ever seen. And from there, he got hired at the Hacienda. And from the Hacienda, when the Monte Carlo was built, they were looking for a headliner, and they asked him to be the headliner And they built a theater for him called the Lance Burton Theater uh, at the Monte Carlo. And he had a 10-year contract with them, which set him up financially for life. And he had three or four TV shows, specials during that time. And I say all that just to go back to me walking out of the Hacienda for the first time and the emotions that I felt. And Lance is a great guy. He's done a lot of great things through the humane society and different nonprofit organizations. But I realized at that point, even though one of my dreams was, man, I, 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 c- can you imagine you know having your own network TV show and, and all this? But I realized how much more blessed for myself I felt I was because i had the opportunity with my career path to not just entertain people but to sincerely make a difference in their life and future generational future future generations and that was the emotion that i was overcome with that night in 1993 or 1994 whenever it was and I think, as an industry, if we we don't appreciate that enough, you know. And I tell people, look, if you're just if you're just in this to make a few hundred extra bucks a month, there's other things you can do, and you don't have to get anybody else's life involved in it. And you can make great profits. I mean, you can make money selling hammers at the flea market for heaven's sakes if that's all you're wanting to do. And somehow we've gotten away. As an industry from a personal development program with a compensation plan attached to, uh, t- way too much pie in the sky, uh, get rich quick, um, cars, houses, and watches. And I was not there. And somebody be saying, "Well, Dale, you you built a sixteen thousand square foot home. Was driving a Dodge Viper, and you know, had private airplane taking you all over the country to do events and all that." And that's right. Uh, and I did get caught up at some level in that, but when I tell people, it was more for our team than it was for me. Those that really know me know that's true. It was more for our team than it was for me because I got involved in the network marketing industry originally because I thought, you know, if I could get another side gig going, I could do magic full time and really expand that. And this was before cruise ships and there wasn't a lot of comedy. There wasn't any comedy clubs at that time. So there was no real, uh, way to, to, expand that business other than the gigs that you could create within your local market. It wasn't like you could go, you know, it wasn't like there was a site called Gig Salad that hired magicians and stuff like that. So it was a different time. But the significance of this industry, yeah, it's like Mark Cuban says, you know, some of us don't need to wear watches. (laughs) I love that. It's so true. But the significance of the industry is the personal development and the friendships that can be developed and everything else is just a byproduct. Uh, you know, once I really understood the industry and, and, and the profession and what was available from a financial standpoint, I thought if I could make six figures a year and never have a boss, I would feel like I've gotten died and gone to heaven. And, that was really my focus from a financial standpoint because I got addicted to the personal development. I got addicted to seeing people's lives changed, and that was always my my focus. And then when my reality so far surpassed my my vision, and then you know you you're all of a sudden, Dale, you've got a net worth of over a million dollars, and now Dale, you've got a network of over two million, and it's like it happened. I, I was an overnight success that took 10 years because it took me longer to create a six figure year income than anybody I've ever met in the network marketing industry. So again, all of us, if we could go back and know now what we didn't know then, things would change. And that's really kind of the reason that I wanted to just share this information on this particular podcast is, is just to have you think about, uh, Living a life of significance and the opportunity that this industry allows you to do that. And today we seem to live in a culture where everybody's trying to be known and trying to be popular. And um, being known and being popular does not uh, provide significance to anybody other than yourself. And if you need that, that can never be fulfilled. If 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 you have that in your life, uh, if you have that whatever you want to call that bucket in your life, uh, where you need to be popular, you need to be seen, uh, it's it's that bucket can never be filled. You can never it can never be enough. And again, greed and ego are roing more network marketing organizations and companies than any other two emotions. There's no question about that. This, the examples are endless. And we do attract as an industry people that uh, are motivated from the ego standpoint. And I don't understand totally why that is, but it's true. And I just want to encourage you to think about the significance that you can make in other people's lives because I truly believe that's the real benefit of this industry. A lot of us are worried about people's comments and, and, and negative feelings towards us. And, you know, a good question to ask yourself, if I died today, would they come to my funeral? And if the answer is no, then why are you listening to them? I mean, really, if the answer is no, then why are you listening to them? Uh, I think as a society, we worry way too much about what somebody else thinks about us. And I learned a long time ago, uh, you know, You see people, they walk into a room and they're worried. They're so worried about are people seeing me and what are they thinking about me? And the reality is they aren't seeing you. They aren't thinking about you. They're too worried, wondering what you're thinking about them. And when you can understand that, it makes life a whole lot simpler. You don't have to worry about trying to impress anybody except the person staring you back in the mirror. And you do the best you can under the circumstances at the time. And that's the best you can be. That's the best you can do. And in the network marketing industry, you know, I've played that game. Uh, But those of you that really know me know, man, if if I'm in the sunshine, I could be living in a lean-to and I'm happy. Uh, A lot of you know, I I started my career living in a beat-up or or driving a beat-up chevette chevy chevette and living in a 600 square foot home and but i was living my day my life every day working towards worthy goals and that's where the real fulfillment comes especially in the network marketing industry because worthy goals uh your ultimate long-term achievement is in direct proportion to the number of people that you can make a positive impact on that's it guys that's 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 the game that's how you win in the network marketing industry long term, it's how many leaders can you develop? How many people can you have a significant diff- make a d- significant difference in their life? Not just financially, but every aspect of their life. Success is living your life, working towards worthy goals. I've got a video about this. I think it's on YouTube called You Are Already a Success. It might be worth checking out if, if this is making sense to you. So, how do you really, how do you really keep score in network marketing? Because if you're trying to keep score by having a bigger, faster car, a larger house, um, your kids in a better private school than Joe's kids, uh, you know, I, I mean, we had company limos. I, I had limos take me everywhere. I had limos take my kids to school. Again, flew in private planes everywhere. Uh, you know, in and out doing a meeting in Charlotte, North Carolina, private plane blew me in, private plane got me home. Uh, flown first class all over the world. I mean, I, all that's cool. It's fine but it, it for me it it just helped me be more productive on a day-to-day basis and take better care of my time and that was my validation for my team it was like you know it was important so i i again i'm not trying to justify it would i change things some things um knowing what i know now i would go back yes i would make some changes would i not fly around in a private plane no i still would under those circumstances would my kids went to school in a in a limousine every day no um you know i didn't and and once i understood that daddy we don't we would rather you know we would rather not go to school in a limo we would rather go in a and so we okay, we'll do a customized van, be comfortable for y'all. you can play Nintendo all the way to school and back, and the driver will take you in a van so i I mean again, guys, it's not about um it's not about that and it's and, and sometimes I sit back and I look at the whole network marketing industry. And it's like it's just become a big party, and you know, I had an owner tell me, you know, our goal is to keep them stupid and excited having fun, stupid and excited. Somebody actually told me that. And I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying that is as far away from significance as you can get. And when it's all said and done, when it's all said and done, and you're six feet under, the main question is how many many lives did you make a positive impact on? I believe that, guys. I don't believe it's about the stuff. Stuff comes and goes. I don't believe it's about that. So I I would like to challenge you on this week's podcast. In my estimation, this is how you keep your score on how well you're doing or have done in your network marketing career. This is the only two things, the only two things I know that are even worth thinking about. As far as keeping score. Number one is how many people, average people with above average desire, have joined your teams, got plugged into your leadership development systems, and changed their life. Financially and every other aspect. How many people, how many six figure income earners have you actually not found, not convinced to join you because they were an XYZ company and they joined you and they, they brought their sheep with them? But how many people, above average people with above average desire, uh, teachable, hard in 27 percenters, have you been able to bring into your systems and develop them and help them become all they could be within this industry? That's the real question. Six-figure income earners are a dime a dozen in this business. Most are in and out within five years. Uh, it's just the reality of the business And see, some of you don't even have any systems in place to develop people. It's all about them making sure they stay on their auto ship next month. So let's talk about stuff that doesn't matter and keep them fired up. But here's what I believe at this point today, February 2016. I believe that good people will see behind the curtain And I'm referring to the Wizard of Oz. The Oz behind the curtain will see behind the curtain quicker now than they ever have. And they aren't going to hang around if you're not just – if you don't have the systems in place to help not just them, but the people that they share the products and opportunity with have a fighting chance for success. The smoke and mirrors days of network marketing are, I believe – why, while in many cases they're more prevalent than they've ever been, their days are also more limited than they've ever been. If you've not listened to the webinar that Ron Henley and myself did called A Critical Message to Network Marketing Professionals, you can go to MLMHelp.com and just type in the search bar on that site critical message and you'll come up and you need you have to see it cuz there's no question that the industry as a whole is in a state of dissipation uh it really is there's no question you you know you can stand back and look at it and and there's a reason that there's no that all the billion dollar companies were created for the most part you know over 20 years ago and there's nobody that's You know, that all we've been doing the last 20 years is basically recruiting each other. That's all evident, and it's because the systems are not in place to develop the second wave of leadership. It's reality. And you can get upset with me for saying that because you're afraid somebody on your team might hear it and it might discourage them. It's not about discouraging, guys. It's about encouraging because I believe those of you that – do what needs to be done right now. February 2016 will absolutely own that people will seek you out if you become a a developer of leaders in this industry. I believe that. It's, I don't think it's too late. I think you have more upside potential than you've ever had. Uh, if we continue to do it the way we've always done it, then the last 20 years and no, we're going to have problems. We have to return to our roots of personal development, personal growth, growth, and understand that if we build people, people will build the business. So the number one way to keep score, how many leaders have you actually developed? Develop being the key word. Number two, from a financial standpoint, What would happen to you today if your company was gone from a financial standpoint? What would happen to you in 90 days? What would happen to you in 120 days? What would happen to you in a year? And financially, how do you really make it in network marketing when you get yourself in a situation where you don't need the check from your company to live a comfortable lifestyle? That's the go. And if you're not there, you have not made it yet. Let's well, say, Dale, I made a deal with this company. and They gave me, you know, they guaranteed me, you know, 14000 a month. They're going to pay for all my advertising. They're going to pay for all my travel. I've got this backroom deal, you know, so if something happened where I am now, I could go make another backroom deal. Yeah, you could you absolutely could and that's and that's kind of become the game and that in and of itself is part of the problem because we're not looking at what is the best for our people we're looking at our own self-interest it's not about s- developing a the systems and programs that can make a significant difference in the lives of people it's just about covering our own butt and there's people that have more talent than that that but have that mentality and they should be ashamed in my opinion should be ashamed because if you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem And there's people listening to me now I said absolutely I keep my people fired up and ignorant because the more they know the you know the less they'll do. I want them to be ignorant on fire well, I get all that I understand it but I'm saying long term you know when they do put you six feet under, the only thing that's really going to matter is did you make a difference in the lives of other people? That's the reality. And you can ignore it now and, you know, enjoy your new, you know, this, you know, make sure you got a new watch on every day that you walk out of the house. Um, and, you know, you can do that or not. And you probably wouldn't have got this far in this podcast if, Something I haven't haven't said up to this point hasn't struck a nerve. I believe your ultimate goal financially is getting a point where you have passive income from investments that are going to allow you to live a comfortable life no matter what. And then that way you don't end up, you know, um, taking your following somewhere that's not in their best interest. It gives you the, see, uh, it gives you the opportunity to say whatever you want to say, however you want to say it, and that you believe that, you know, and that's why I love doing these podcasts. I don't have a deal to try to back you into. I'm not associated with, I'm not a distributor for any company. I have training contracts and consulting contracts with a few companies. Uh, I have some six, six figure income earners that I do private consulting with to help them develop the systems for their teams. But Dawn, my wife and I operate three other businesses, two which we're building to sell, which we will. Uh, and our time is, our time is spent together with family. That's, that's, that's our priority. Uh, our parents at this point in time, February 2016, we're fortunate and blessed that our parents are still living and we want to spend every moment with them we can. She has, Five sisters, I have a brother and sister, we have nieces and nephews and grandkids, and, you know, that's that's our focus. So it's not, you know, I'm not trying to sell you uh, a seat to my next seminar here in Atlanta where I can collect $997 from somebody trying to teach them algebra, and they don't even know basic addition yet i believe it's sequential and again i'm not going to go down that road so that's where i live that's where i'm coming from i hope some of what i've shared with you in this session number 14 has made a difference live a life of significance guys don't get caught up in the fluff that's around us everywhere you know stay focused on what matters stay focused on what matters and network marketing is an awesome awesome business model because of the personal development, because of the friendships, and because of the lifestyle the residual income can provide you. But focus on making a significant difference in other people, and everything will come back to you tenfold. I believe that. I hope you do as well. Thanks for being with me on this session. Look forward to being with you next week. Session number 15 of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development.